0: To another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast in the Carl Chevrolet Studios. It's episode 101 of Stands and Fits. What's up, man? Hey, dude. How's it going? Well, I'm glad I work for Cyclone Fanatic. <laughs> we uh, just got done listening to the... We've been listening to the radio. To and like the radio. I said, like I'm said, I am said, I'm glad that I work for the company that I work for and not the one that we just listen to people talk about on the radio. So that's all I'm going to say about that. And uh, with that, I'm going to say... Uh, This week's Cyclone Fanatic Super Patron shout out goes to Melissa and Tim Harris. Melissa and Tim have been Cyclone fans since they were in the athletic training program at ISU. After moving back to Iowa in 2012, they became football and volleyball season ticket holders and recently got basketball season tickets too. They followed Cyclone Fanatic for years and told us they know they're getting up to date, objective, and passionate Cyclone news and stories thank you melissa and tim for your support as a reminder if you're interested in becoming a premium subscriber check out the incentives including shout outs and inside information at cyclonefanatic.com all right so we got our uh got our cheap wine here what do we got this week we do
1: uh this is just under five dollars from walmart it's behringer white walmart wine yep walmart wine haven't had a walmart wine. wine yet um, so we'll see how this goes. I'll read the back of the label here too. It's quite chilled. I, well, yeah, I was, it was in the fridge all day at work. Gosh, so swir- swirl it. Yeah. We're yeah. real professional. we have, we have a one man,
0: uh, audience in the yeah, podcast. One man podcast audience today. today. Got my, my buddy Buzzy in here. Chilling, all right. all watching, right. uh, watching how the, the sausage is made. Yep. <laughs> um, that's okay. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah um ooh, that's kind of got a different aftertaste actually yeah it's a sweet aftertaste now the back of the bottle says oh, oh
0: don't take a bigger drink of it apparently.
1: so on like on the taste scale it gives you a taste scale there's dry semi-dry semi-sweet and sweet this is basically straight in the middle so we should be tasting, bursting with juicy red berry and fresh watermelon aromas, and lifted by a touch of sweetness. Well, yeah, I just got done saying there's a touch
0: of sweetness. So, so. here, so here's the what I'm the, the comparison I'm gonna make. This wine is Jarrett Jack. A little bit of Jarrett Jack is pretty good. Mm. You know, you can have Jarrett Jack as your sixth man or your or your backup point guard. Yeah. But a little, a little too much Jarrett Jack and things can get a little out of hand.
1: So in that in that same vein, I'll go with like I'll go with Lance Stevenson. That's my my comparison. Okay. Like, you can take him in small Fair. doses, but, like, he gets super annoying if he's just out there forever.
0: True. Uh, we all hated Lance, like, in 2011.
1: Yeah. When I was in high school. Yeah. And when, when I we was in high school. school,
0: too. Yeah. Back in the day when he was playing for the Pacers. Yep. Blowing on the bronze ear. Yeah. No, it's, it's, all, it's not too bad. It's pretty good. I drank wine in between our last two podcasts. Wait, wait, wait. What was the occasion? I don't know. I, you just to, do, I just, you just wanted, wanted to drink, to drink wine. wine. Yeah. What, what kind of wine did you drink? Uh, I went back to our first wine, the Barefoot Moscato. Oh, you did. Yeah. So you went to Casey's. In other words, I did. It was still <laughs> quite good. It was still quite good uh, from from when we talked about it on the first podcast. I'm at
1: least glad that you didn't ruin things by buying the red wine, getting a different cheap. No, I would cases. never do that.
0: Like once we have tried a cheap wine,
1: it's it, open. It, yeah. it's,
0: fair, it's fair game. The floodgates are open at that point. Right. It's fair game, but I'm not going to go and distort my palate. Yeah. For what I could what we could have for future content. That's good. Uh if you would have had any other kind
1: of wine, even if it was expensive, I would've felt a little bit cheated on, to be honest.
0: I didn't cheat on you. So <laughs> I, hope good. You, I hope you feel good. Thank you. Uh wanna give a shout out to our friends at Carl Chevrolet first before we really get going with the podcast. We have uh quite a bit to cover. Um I think it's uh it has been an interesting
1: I'll be up front s- several days. I'm not Overly excited about what we have on the no, I'm uh, not, schedule to talk about. Yeah, tonight.
0: no, this is not an overly exciting conversation to have. But uh, yeah, shout out to Carl Chevrolet, CarlChevrolet.com, CarlChevroletStewart.com. Uh, if you're looking to buy a newer pre owned vehicle, check them out. Their lot in Ankeny or their lot in Stewart. Uh, first things first, we're going to talk Iowa State. Uh, Justin Smith announcing his commitment to Arkansas earlier in the day on Monday. And um, obviously disappointing. Will puts a lot of pressure on Iowa State now to kinda of land Booth Gotch. Yes. That's how you say his name. One of the better named transfers yeah, to come out of this season. One of the better named transfers, but uh not getting a guy like Smith is definitely a blow.
1: Yeah, it's a blow. I don't think I don't think he um would have instantly made Iowa State a training team, but mm-hmm. he he would have been a big pickup just because yeah. his his level of, of athleticism you could say he would instantly become the most athletic player on the team
0: yeah I, would, I think that that would be a fair a fair assessment but uh i think that if you got if you could get booth gotch that would probably be something you could say about him as well and he could be a little a bit more of a need as a, re, a lead guard yep uh but i don't know man i mean it it sounded
1: like I, it came down to iowa state and arkansas yeah
0: it did come down to iowa state and arkansas and, and it arkansas has got like nine transfers coming eligible this year something ridiculous it's not nine but it's a lot of transfers because eric musselman's now there yeah there, eric there musselman now. is like the new fred hoiberg of transfers yeah. i mean fred hoiberg's getting a lot of transfers still though too well yeah he's okay so musselman took hoiberg's model to nevada and now he's trying to uh oh that's right replicated at arkansas
1: yeah because they had those they had those real good teams yeah they had the martin twins and then they had the house cook was out there for a year too yeah he was did he ever even play yeah he played I I thought he got I thought he was sick or something I remember watching him I don't know if it was necessarily in in the NCAA tournament but he definitely played in a postseason game at Hmm. some point
0: okay well yeah he was he was uh he was out there as well but uh no so I mean I think Arkansas from what I've read is a borderline probably top 25 team going into the season for a guy like Justin Smith you know mm-hmm. hard to hard to fault them too much but now the cyclones just gotta uh gotta move forward all right so now we got to move on to the next conversation i think i think we've exhausted what we can say there
1: man this is where the this is where the podcast goes downhill
0: yeah well and, it, and it, i don't even think it goes downhill it's just uh because i, mean, because I do think it's a discussion that no, needs to be it had. needs to
1: be done it's just it's not my favorite thing to talk about
0: no i mean i, I don't think it's anything. I can't imagine it's anybody's favorite thing to talk about oh, you know
1: I know, like I know if, if we
0: could sit and analyze baseball I'd be happy to do that but the, yeah. as we'll talk about later on that continues to not be a possibility indeed and uh and that that conversation is about the allegations made towards members of the coaching staff at the University of Iowa uh and the whirlwind that that was over the weekend as everything kind of started to come together um sort of what I was referencing at the beginning of the of the podcast loosely uh if you want to know more about that you can go and listen to Chris and Ross's show but uh the thing to me and and I you know full disclosure I've got a thing that I that I've written up that I'm going to read later on but uh to me at the end of the day I got to give props to all those men who have come out and spoken about this uh because it takes a lot of courage to be willing to do that and uh, even knowing, well, for one, knowing the backlash that you were probably going to receive, uh, which there has been a lot of and has been disappointing to me. Uh, and then knowing too that the people that you're speaking out against are one, people who helped you you know, in the, in the situation of James Daniels, who was the first one, uh, who helped him reach the NFL mm-hmm. and, um, and helped put him in a position uh, to, have a, to be successful in life after college and you know to have to turn around and say s- say what he had to say and, and you know he had to say it like someone yeah. was going to say it eventually and props to him for being the one that did it yeah and the other thing that I'll say too which I think is a lot of this conversation If anybody thinks that this is only just the University of Iowa, man, you better be ready because the floodgates are going to open. This is going to happen in a lot of different places. I truly believe that.
1: Yeah. And, you know, the nice thing is I feel fairly confident in saying that I don't think anyone who's been under Matt Campbell at Iowa State will probably have much to say.
0: But I I think... Crossing my fingers. Yeah. And I would think that uh, for us to sit here and think that there's never been a problem at Iowa State... That would be stupid. Would be stupid to think, you know. And... Um, we hope that that's not the case at Iowa State. We haven't heard that that's the case at this point, at least in the football program or anything like that. I've never heard anything along those lines. No one has ever said anything like that. And, but I, I do think you can look at what's happening right now at Utah with the defensive coordinator who was uh, – the, the screenshots were released of where he was using a racial slur. Mm. Uh, the, the coach that's at Clemson right now. That yep. had done something similar. This is not going to be the end of this. Iowa might just be the beginning, and it's going to become a big story. But the reality is, is that these kids, that these athletes, and it's not even just in college. It's at all levels of, of athletics. Athletes are more empowered than they have ever been, and they have a way to get their message out. More than they have ever been able to do, which is what I will say about the University of Iowa. His response to this that has been good is that now finally those kids have an opportunity to express themselves in the social setting.
1: Yeah, and I, I'll i add that like I don't think the way the entire way that Iowa's responded to this, I don't think it's been perfect by any means. No, but I think with how fast, especially ference got his statement out, and you know his his willingness. Or seemingly willingness to listen um, is a big step in the right direction. I think with the way that Chris Doyle came out and kind of basically refuted everything, that seemed very poor taste to me. But I think Ferentz, obviously trying to save his own butt in a way, but I think he there's some there's
0: some genuine feelings there as well. Yeah, and, and uh, you know I, I think that there's a lot of different layers to this conversation, and some of them it's just like man, is it even worth getting into it? Because this we're not an Iowa podcast. And, uh, I think the one thing I will say is Chris Doyle made himself look like an, a jackass by coming out and saying anything. Mm-hmm. And when he put in that, uh, when he put in his statement that I've been told to keep my mouth shut and then, doesn't and then, then turns around shut. and didn't keep his mouth shut. Yeah. I was like, well, man, there's probably a reason that they told you to keep your mouth shut.
1: Yeah. And, and early on in his statement, he said, now is the time or, you know, something like now's the
0: time to listen yeah and then basically you and, know. and then turned around and completely did not listen exactly and that's really that's where I was like oh boy mm-hmm. you did not help yourself at all right there correct and you know I could have seen a way that Chris Doyle could have kept his job out of this I don't know that I necessarily would have agreed with it but I could see that being a possibility and I think that that statement basically hammered home the idea that if I was anybody in that program, I'd be like, "Well, and, and two, if you are the parent of a recruit, oh yeah, how, how do you want that guy to knowing what these players have alleged that he has done?" And there's enough of them out there that I find it hard to believe that all of them are lying. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like and you know if he and then when he turns around and he basically calls all the kids liars yeah. like that that I don't want my kid to go and play for that guy yeah
1: well, and you know racial stuff aside it sounds like he's just been a, an asshole you know through and through anyway he's so, just a bully man exactly so and, why would you want your son or daughter or you know your son
0: to be there for four years and have to go through that and this is a thing that I that I will fully say I think is a, a problem not everywhere and not with every coach but there are coaches in this country, at the high school level, at at the middle school level, at every level of athletics, that do things like that. And I think and, a lot and, of people would claim it's football culture, culture too. Yeah, and and that's not okay. Mm-hmm. And maybe in 1980. Yeah, and it just in 2020, man, it don't it doesn't need to be that way, you know. And and I could tell I'm not going to tell any stories here, but I could tell stories that would fit a lot along the same lines and it just it's unfortunate because they these guys do have so much control over these kids' future Mm -hmm. you know and at the end of the day they look up to them and to be demeaned by them Mm -hmm. would be heartbreaking yeah and That's where I I heard someone who had either tweeted in or texted in something to Christian Ross yesterday where they said there's a a difference between demanding and demeaning. And there's being demanding in a way to motivate people without attacking their character, attacking who they are as a human being. And then there's being demeaning, which is telling someone with ADHD that they're stupid or that they're an idiot or that they need to go and open a book. I have ADHD. Mm -hmm. So when I read something like that, that's really frustrating to me because I can guarantee you, Chris Doyle doesn't know what it's like to live with ADHD when it's untreated. And it is a bitch, dude. It is hard. And um, the racial things, that stuff just doesn't fly in 2020. It just, and it can't. We can't let it fly. And that's why, you know, when it comes to Kirk Ferentz, I understand that he's probably not in the weight room every single day. But he should know what's going on, too. Kirk Ferentz has worked with Chris Doyle for 21 years and has been – they are as cl- – I mean, as close as I think any head coach and strength and conditioning coach in the country from everything that's ever been said. Mm-hmm. So – for parents to say i'm I'm not gonna say he didn't didn't like he was witnessing it witnessing it every day but the idea that he had never heard chris doyle say something or something like that i just find it hard to believe yep and i could be wrong but kirk ferentz makes what 4.5 million dollars i think it is I, i and i'd have to double check that but it's a lot of money kirk ferentz is the highest state paid official in the state of iowa and if he doesn't know that that's happening in his program then what are you getting paid so much for? Mm -hmm. And that's what, to me, when I heard some of his responses and things like that, it's like, man, it's hard for me to take burying your head in the sand and saying I didn't know about it as a credible excuse or a credible response. And I'm going on a rant, but that's just, and and I've probably already said more than I even intended to, but that's just what to me is kind of frustrating about this as an outsider someone yeah. who wants to see this be better for student athletes. And I feel like I've made that clear from the beginning on the, when I've been doing this podcast, mm-hmm. when I've been on this writing for this website, that I want things to be better for student athletes and I have always tried to advocate for them. Yeah, And that's where something like that just really gets my blood boiling, man. Yeah, And, and that's what why, like I said, Kirk Ferentz is not going to lose his job. And I'm not calling for Kirk Ferentz to lose his job. I think that Kirk Ferentz is a good man. From the interactions that I have, I mean, very, very, very brief interactions I've ever had with him and from everything I've ever seen from him, I think that Kirk Ferentz is a good man. But I think that it's time for Kirk Ferentz to sit and look at his organization and realize that there's a way to do it better. Yeah. Going
1: back to the demanding versus demeaning thing you brought up, I I think if you ask Chris Doyle, you know, the the key to his success or his methods— He'd probably say that some of that was warranted to get the most out of his players. But I think the question becomes, in return to him, have you ever tried it a different way? You know? Like, could you get more out of your players by being demanding versus demeaning? Well, and can you be demanding
0: without being insulting? Mm -hmm. You know? Like, some of those things that those guys are telling stories about are are just disgusting. Making people dig through trash cans over a slightly... Not empty water bottle?
1: And stepping on kids' toes? Yeah. uh, the fingers, excuse
0: me? Yeah. Like, some of that, you know, I I was talking to someone and they said, well, he's been there for so long, you know, he just hasn't changed enough. Sure, if that was, and maybe it was, okay, 21 years ago to do things like that. Chris Doyle should know that it's not okay in 2020. Yep. And maybe we're going to find out that there's a lot of coaches out there who didn't understand that that's not okay in 2020
1: and it, it kind of makes you wonder like no one's probably ever told chris doyle that that's not okay yeah and that that goes back to a thing that that's what's wrong about
0: the iowa football staff well yeah and that's where and that's where it goes back to again i got to give these kids props i mean not, none of them are kids these men props because they finally were the ones who stood up and that's badass you know and I guess we'll see what comes of it but like I said I have a hard time thinking that Chris Doyle is gonna still be the strength and conditioning coach at the University of Iowa when all this is said and done yeah I mean again the main
1: part that I would focus on as being negative going forward if Chris Doyle were to retain, be retained would be the recruiting side of things yeah that's such an easy negative recruiting for any other team going against Iowa
0: right right all right do you have anything more
1: you want to add not really i think we hit on the the overall arcing things
0: all right so i i got something that i just want to say and i want to add to i'm probably gonna make some people mad and if you get mad at what i'm about to say honestly i don't i don't really care but i don't want you to get mad at fitzy because this is all all me right here so um over the last two weeks you know i've been having a I've been having a real hard time finding the words to address everything that's happening in our country right now. Uh, man, I'm going to get fired up. But uh, Go ahead, that isn't because I don't have an opinion. I'm a, I, I, I definitely have an opinion. But I understand the reality that I am a big, goofy white guy from southwest Iowa. Um, I do not understand what it's like to grow up as a black man or woman in the United States of America. Never going to understand that. Uh, so in trying to find the words to come on this podcast, uh, I turned to one of my friends of color and I decided to listen. Um, I listened to him explain how his perspective has been formed, uh, I, heard him, I heard the pain in his voice uh, as he talked about what we just got done talking about. And the idea that black student athletes could not be themselves in our state because of comments made towards them or rules placed on them that limit their ability to express themselves as themselves And I truly admire the courage it took for them to stand up and speak their truth. I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could speak out against a system like that. And it's now on all of us to sit down and shut the hell up and listen. Listen to them and admire that courage it took for them to start talking. And I realize now that I can't sit on the sidelines anymore because it's time for our country to change. There are some words I heard on Sunday, ironically, I was watching NASCAR. Uh, Mike Joy brought this up. They had a really powerful effect on me, and I I think they should have a powerful effect on everybody who calls this country home. This quote, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by the creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Those words written in in 1776 by a group of brave, but certainly imperfect men, who declared their desire for independence have never felt more important to me than they do right now. For nearly 250 years, we have not truly lived by those words that our nation was founded upon. We have long since passed time for that to stop. If you're one of those people who believes systemic racism does not exist in our country, then get your damn head out of the sand stop living in your own little bubble in which your reality is the only one of any importance and start listening turn to a person of color and ask them to try and help you understand their perspective don't try to argue with them listen and allow yourself to try and see the world in a way where there is more than just your reality and then ask what can i do how can i be a part of the change and i want to add it's also important that you're proactive to educate yourself even further the information is out there one thing I'd suggest is the documentary, The 13th, which is available right now on Netflix, and it is powerful. <laughs> like, it, it, I, I watched it again over the weekend and it had me, had me shaken. I believe our nation's coming to a flashpoint moment. Shoot, we're probably already there. And I think at the end of the day, we can all come out of this better than we were before. And we can get one step closer to becoming the nation that our founding fathers wrote about in 1776. We're humans, and we're not perfect, and we're probably never going to be. But if a lot of us would just shut up and listen for a change, we can start moving closer to the more perfect union that the people declared it would be when we ratified the United States Constitution in 1788. As we try to do this, remember those words that could be the most important ever written by an American. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We all know them, we've all learned about them, and the men that wrote them. But now it is time for all of us to truly stand up, start living by them, and start to build ourselves a system that truly operates under them. People like me can only do that, can only help with that if we start by doing one thing, and that's to listen. And then we can all start to talk about ways to make this place better, and make it a truly perfect union for all people. We'll be right back on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Welcome back to Stands and Fits on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Time for Hot and Not. You can go
1: first. All right, my hot this week. Back in my hometown of Albia, there's a petition going around. And as you know, petitions are so powerful. Always get answered by everyone. Um, There's a petition going around, mainly signed by a lot of moms. We Uh, got a lot of Karens in Albia. A lot of Karens uh, to open the Albia, the Monroe County Aquatic Center. And uh, this is my hottest week just because I think it's hilarious that, like, basically all these moms for have been... For one, it is, it is getting hot. We need the pool. It's getting hot. <laughs> I, get, I can see where Karen's coming I from. I mean, I get it. But at the same time, it's totally the, the method that Karens just want to pawn off their kids for six hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, especially yeah. after having to watch their kids an extra two months with COVID going around, it's like, these moms are ready to get rid of their kids. Mm-hmm. So they're just going to, you know, do whatever they can to get this pool open.
0: Right. And I just think that's hilarious definitely uh yeah that's (laughs) that is really funny just imagine that someone was like we should start a petition yeah exactly
1: it's a change.org yeah
0: we'll get this done
1: yeah the president of the united states is going to comment
0: on this eventually how uh what's the response been for the to the petition Uh, how many signatures do we? I, i
1: looked yesterday and last i saw i think it was like 700 or something like that.
0: Well, I think they need to get like a thousand to get it on some sort of uh, get some sort of amendment or like a, a vote or something. So, <laughs> well,
1: to, to, I, I know, don't
0: even, I think I butchered that, but at one point, I know
1: the, the official one that like supposedly were to go to the president of the United States that requirement had gone up to a hundred thousand, I believe, last I knew. So, I mean, it's never going to get wait. Like that they far. were trying
0: to get it to the president no, of the United no, no, States no. to open the pool, but like what, what there was, there was, what's the, what's the site uh, that <laughs> Donald Trump,
1: yeah, yeah, do declare the monroe county aquatic center open open he'll come for come to open the gates himself yeah that he can he can cut the ribbon yeah there we go with the big scissors
0: yeah good luck uh uh, citizens of albia (laughs) Uh, my hot this week is rtj4 the new album from run the jewels Uh, i wrote here perfect album at the perfect time i highly suggest everybody goes and and listens to it it is very good so i uh I saw this. You made this document in the morning. I did go ahead
1: and listen to a few of these songs on this pod or on the, on the album. What'd you think? I, I, I enjoyed them. I especially enjoyed the one with uh, Pharrell and Zach DeLaRocca from yeah. Raging's the
0: Machine. Yeah. Yeah. How's killer. I'm a big Killer Mike guy.
1: Yeah. It, it was good.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I highly suggest everybody goes and, and listens to it. What's your not?
1: My not? Uh, so for the last three days now, my internet has been out. And this is a, especially a pain point for me who has a wife who is addicted to television. So, you know, we're cord cutters. We don't, yeah. we don't actually have cable. So we get all of our television through Hulu. Okay. So since we don't have internet, my wife cannot watch any television. And she's the kind of person that, like, she'll put on a TV show and do whatever else she needs to do while TV's playing in the background. And she can't function.
0: Can't she like put it up on her phone or something?
1: Well, like we don't have unlimited data, so oh, that's no. the issue.
0: Oh man, come on, get into. Can you get into no. the twenty first century? I'm a cheapo. Place? I'm
1: a cheapo, dude. Okay, I'm not gonna pay an extra. No TV, 50 bucks, no me.
0: unlimited internet. Like, what? What do you have? I, I have more y- money y- that way. You
1: don't have HBO. We've talked about this before. Well, yeah, I don't have HBO. I, I I've paid up for Disney Plus, and again, like I have the, I have Netflix. I'm not I'm not living in the dark ages, but I'm just a cheapo.
0: When is your internet? Well, let me guess. Who? Who you got your internet through? Mediacom. I mean, who? I mean, yeah,
1: Mediacom. it's either Mediacom or CenturyLink, right? It's crooks. Uh, Me- Mediacom's about terrible. It, my, so, arch,
0: my arch nemesis, my mortal enemy, Mediacom.
1: Yeah, so I'm dealing with a very anxious wife, and uh, it's it's unfortunate. Like, because we, we've even talked
0: uh, comes back soon. We've
1: we've even talked about going out and buying like a you know a 1980s radio. You know, it's just like a radio that plays the radio. <laughs> you know, I uh, like how you said a 1980s radio well,
0: that's what you as, think. As, if, as if they don't still exist well, in 2020. Oh, well, I
1: know, but like, you know what I mean? Like, every every Tell her to go
0: sit in the car and listen to the radio. Every smart
1: device can play the radio now. Like, it seems archaic to go out and get a radio for the radio, you know? Sure. Like, the only I mean, reason yeah, I would uh, own an actual radio today is if there were like a tornado warning and I needed to keep updated. Yeah, just or go and get
0: a weather radio, bro.
1: Yeah, a weather radio. Exactly.
0: There you go. How, that's really funny. Anyway. Tell her to read a book. Oh, not, she not has Harry, been. Not the Harry Potter books it's right she, now, She'll though. read books. Real, real controversial. She'll read
1: books with the TV on in the background.
0: How can you do that? She, I, oh, trust if me. I, if I read a book, I have to read in silence. Women women
1: are multitaskers, dude. We, we don't understand this as men, but women... My they, brain they is very simple. very
0: simple. Very simple-minded. Yeah, exactly. Mine too. Can only focus on one thing at a time. Yep. Uh, my not this week is baseball. As they're continuing, I, I feel like I've been out on baseball now, so now I'm just taking advantage of every opportunity I have to I continue feel, crapping on it. I feel like base, baseball was your knot like two podcasts ago. It has been. It, <laughs> but it, it deserves to be. It, it just stays the knot. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, like, so I was with Sean Roberts this weekend. Sean Roberts, one of the biggest baseball fans I know. Sean Roberts is out on baseball. Like, I think that the biggest baseball fans out there are even just like, man, screw this, I'm done. I'm done yeah not even worrying about it anymore and that's where i mean i told you whenever that was that we talked about that that they're gonna have a crisis that's bigger probably than 1994 even was yeah in trying to get fans back and to try and regain their status inside of the american sports uh what would that be pantheon pantheon or path yeah pathology i don't know it's whatever word that is yeah and and they're, they're it's they're gonna have a real uphill climb
1: yeah I mean baseball has already been declining in popularity right especially over like the last decade or so
0: well yeah and that's where so they lost so many casual fans that then now all of a sudden you're gonna piss the diehards off too good luck yeah I mean what are you gonna have left (laughs) the 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 KBO (laughs) yeah Yeah, we're gonna, everybody's gonna become a passionate fan of the KBO. Did you see the KBO had the stuffed animals sitting <laughs> I, behind home plate? Yes, fantastic move by them. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was pretty funny. But baseball's got to come back and play man. If they're getting to be probably about a week and a half or 10 days, 10 days to 14 days away from where they're not going to be able to beat basketball back. And if they can't beat basketball back, then they are in a real bad spot. Yeah. Because everyone will prefer basketball over yeah. baseball at that point anyway. Well, and when basketball starts on July 31st, think what else is going to be starting at that point. Uh, college football fall camp's about to be starting. Uh, the NFL preseason will be getting ready to start. Yep. Baseball's going to fall onto the back burner real quick because there's going to be a lot of people that are like, I'm not watching that. Yeah. Like they, they had two months to yeah. get and be in the, the center stage and they didn't do it
1: like i'd say i'm a pretty big baseball fan but if college football nfl nba
0: were all on i'd watch all three of those things before i'd watch baseball yeah exactly and the only way i'd ever watch like the like if the if they're playing the nba finals the second week of october and you're saying okay are you going to watch the world series or are you going to watch the nba finals nba finals right good luck yeah sorry and if i was the nba and the mlb is like hey you should uh we should try and stagger these games i'd be like screw you (laughs) yeah exactly you guys are done all right we're gonna do some would you rathers uh you got between one and 100 uh two would you rather have more time or more money more time is a... More, time more money. Is a, time is a man-made construct. So, Dude, yeah, you would, Well, I guess money is, too. Well, but. the whole point of having more time would be
1: to make more money anyway. So, of course, I'd rather just have more money without, you know, having to work for it. But you know
0: what they say. More money, more problems.
1: Not... No. Whoever said that was poor.
0: Wasn't that Biggie who said that? It was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, Biggie is was, poor was compared was to a lot of other people not poor. who are more rich than him. Well, Biggie is...
0: <laughs> Biggie tra- tragically passed away. He he wrote that he wrote that t-
1: to say to, to connect you're with the poor a people. Of, you're saying a lot of things. Yeah, you're right. You are just. I'm not, I'm not up in the rap like you, yeah. so. Uh, all right. What's your uh, num no, Okay, uh, we'll do 34. Okay. Would
0: you rather have a cook or a maid? Um, That's a pretty good one. That is
1: a pretty good one. Actually. That's a pretty good one. Um, I, don't, I don't
0: know. I think I'd rather have a maid, honestly. I can cook for myself.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Because, especially too, because. Does the maid do my dishes? Not only can you cook for yourself, but you can just go out to eat and stuff too. Right. Whereas you can't, like, the maid takes care of something that no one likes to do, which is clean their house. Right.
0: So, yeah, I'd go with the maid. I think that that's the move. Uh, I'll give you, I'm going to make an executive decision on this. So, you're 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 going to do do number eight, and then I'll give you one more choice. Okay. Would you rather meet George Washington or the current president? (laughs)
1: <laughs> boy that's a toughie um let me think about
0: it
1: <laughs> yeah everyone knows the answer to that question
0: uh all right what, what what do you want now
1: uh let's i mean let's check 69 we ha- i feel like we have to check it
0: nice we probably uh, done it at one point would you rather be gossiped about or never talked about at all Oh, gossiped about obviously oh, definitely you don't
1: who cares like i, I mean people, you don't it, got
0: fans if you don't got haters bro. yeah
1: exactly if people are talking about me then yeah. at least i did something noteworthy
0: all right well we, we we didn't finish our for the one, wine. first time we have uh epically failed and not we have to
1: chug this real fast you realize that right like there's not that much left we can we can we i can will do say this. that i
0: think this will be considerably easier for me than it will be for you chugging yeah i just i just know you it's not gonna be that hard good grief
1: <laughs> all right half to me half to you
0: yeah that's cool it's like a shot
1: i know it's not that much
0: yeah, a yeah. little bit more. I say, I'm, what, I'm, what, just just pour it out. I'm a fair, I'm a fair guy. Whatever. Cheers. That's, that's pretty close. Cheers. We Cheers. Got, we got it done. Talk to y'all in two weeks. Peace.